All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of our interview with the Shark Says. This episode is all about dad. All right. Thank you, Cody. Uh, yes. Uh, the, the interview with, uh, what does the, the Rock say, with the great one? <laughs> yeah. One on one with the great one. tickets uh, or the first time ever for season tickets for the Seahawks we picked the perfect year to do it and then Roy was there if I remember right with uh, one yeah. Lefty Miller oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah Lefty Lefty Miller and uh, yeah I so Kurt I got NFC championship games by committing for uh, to season tickets the following year oh really yeah that's, that's how awesome. uh, that's how uh, we, we got into uh, actually both playoff games, the Redskins and the, uh, well, I don't know if you can still call them the Redskins, but uh, the Washington uh, football team and uh, the Panthers. Yeah, both of, both those games uh, were included. Uh, well, you got on the, you were first on the list. You were guaranteed tickets, we'll say. You didn't have to do the waiting list because obviously when that happened, the playoffs, um, they were home games. Uh, tickets uh, were selling out. Sure. Not like they were in the years after that. I mean, you didn't even have a chance. But at least back in those years, there you could still get season tickets, uh, um, new seats, you know, that they hadn't uh, sold out yet. Right. So I used to have, side note, I used to have a bottle opener. And when you did it, it would, uh, it was Steve Vrabel's, the call in like the last two seconds of that game. 
every time I open the beer, I get to hear that. <laughs> That's great. Shane, before we go to the next question, if I remember right, we were all walking out of the stadium back to the parking lot because we tailgated out just outside there. Uh, uh, we tailgated you know, with a lot of smiles on our face that day, before and after. Yes, did. sir. Yes, sir. And, and there was uh, that was by the viaduct, right? I mean, yeah, that, that was all someplace. Uh, wasn't that when the porta potty uh, got blown up out there? Yeah, with the fireworks? yeah. <laughs> it, it was. Uh, we also would play uh, beer poker, and you'd raise it by how many drinks? I'm. One drink, I raised the pot by two drinks, by three drinks, and if you were all in, you'd say, full beer. Full beer. Full beer. Nice. Yeah, there was a lot of full beers. At, at the <laughs> end, it was all full beers every time. Everybody had uh, pocket aces. <laughs> <laughs> and we're waiting on the river. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. That was, that, Kurt, that, uh, yeah, thank you, Kurt. That, uh, that was my uh, most... Uh, memorable uh you know professional sporting event cody how about you go next all right so my question is so dad if you had a concert under your name who would headline your show if i had a concert under your name under my name who would headline my show or who yeah. would headline this show? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Man. That all, that all depends on... Because uh, you can... Uh, I, I sample all kinds of music, right? Uh, I, I listen to some rock. Uh, some kind, I mean, I'd have to... I'd have to go to go with some somebody I could hang with. Uh, well, hang with. <laughs> Like uh, somebody I could uh, maybe relate to and hum along to some lyrics, I'm gonna go with uh, like a. Uh, I wanna I wanna be uh, part of an Eric Church show. Uh, and he's got what hours and hours of songs you could listen to. Yeah. So my cover of uh, uh, Friends in Seahawk Places, you know, will mm. will kind of kind of get washed out. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could duet with him and uh, Mamas Don't Let Your Cow or Baby Script to Be Cowboy Fan. Uh, all right, Roy. Um, okay, question for you. We're going to start with uh, some softballs and then we'll, we'll, we'll drill down. Don't you worry. Uh, but let's start with the, the state, keep with the, the Seahawk theme. Roy, who's your favorite Seahawk player of all time? Um, well,. Okay, so I, 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 if I'm gonna go all time, I, I mean, I would initially, right off the cuff, I always think of Steve Largent. But you know, we only had so many years. I didn't, you know, I followed the Seahawks, but not that closely then. So if I, if I, uh, if I uh, fast forward a little bit, um, one of the guys that uh, I, I mean. I, I always I was a big uh, Matt Hasselbeck fan. You know I, he was. I, I like Hasselbeck. Best quarterback of all time until Russ showed up, right? I mean he had yeah. he had broken through the ceilings of the Jim Zorns and the the Dave Craigs. 
uh, right. to get to a Super Bowl. I mean, we were ready to put the, the, the statue up of that guy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, you know, no disrespect to Russ Wilson. I'm a big Russ Wilson fan, and I actually am an even uh, bigger Marshawn Lynch fan. But uh, uh, Hasselbeck, to me, because of that memory, I think, from that 2006 uh, championship game, like, like you said, Shane, he was the first guy that really kind of broke uh, broke through that uh, that uh, ceiling for for us uh, Seahawk fans. Too many times we we had seen uh, quarterbacks falter and kind of just fizzle out, and he, he was the guy that finally took us to that next step. And hell, we we should have had a Super Bowl that year. Yes, we should have. All right, Kurt. All right, so along the lines of my uh, my original question, what's your favorite sports memory that you uh, participate in? <laughs> oh, man. Well, the I dabbled in a lot of sports. Um, I, baseball, basketball, football. Um, the uh, – damn – uh, probably the one I go back to the most, um, and, and uh, of course softball as an adult. But you know, those there's always a lot of good times there with beer and family and friends. Uh, but if I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach back a little farther um, and take you back to uh, middle school. And uh, I went to uh, Cascade Junior High in Auburn, uh, pretty good sized school, uh, making. The uh, football team was not an easy task. Um, you know, you had a seventh grade, eighth grade, and ninth grade team back then. Um, I believe if I was an eighth grader, I had worked my tail off um, in the off season as a uh, seventh grader, uh, trying to build like leg strength. I rode my bike uphill everywhere, um, and that year I came out as a eighth grader, I thought I was just going to run over everybody, albeit a uh, defensive, uh, uh, you know, like a lineman, but still, you know, all the greatest intentions. Anyway, the uh, the memory here is, uh, I think we were playing Olympic, our rival of Auburn at the time, and um, the third string got called up in the uh, fourth quarter because we were up by like 26. And uh, I got my shot um, to go in there, and uh, I don't know what direction I was supposed to go based on the play that was called. I just remember landing on the quarterback, and uh, everybody, uh, including, I think I heard my parents cheer for once <laughs> <laughs> because we had sacked the quarterback inadvertently, totally by accident, but uh, it was one of those uh, – Huge uh, success moments. Uh, obviously, the third or fourth string guys don't get a lot of calls uh, in junior high, uh, middle school uh, football at that time. Uh, so uh, that that one uh, takes – it was like a culmination of all that hard work uh, that only took me to third string, and I finally got to play in a game in front of the crowd <laughs> under the, the regular time clock, not in extra quarters. <laughs> Hey, Kurt, so, correct me if I'm wrong. My, I got my glasses on. Uh, are we looking at Rudy right now? Is this the story of Rudy Rudiger?
Rudy was offsides, by the way. Rudy was offsides. That's funny. Likely, likely. Cody, what do you got? Right, so my next question. So, Dad, when you were a kid, when you were watching WWF, were you a Rowdy Piper fan? Uh, no, no. I mean, uh, as a watching uh, WWF back then, um, I I stuck with the good guys. I was uh, Hogan, and I, I mean, I bought into it. You know, like whatever they were selling, I was on board. So. The heels uh, were, were the bad guys, as far as I knew. I didn't know any different. So uh, I I, uh, I was not necessarily a Roddy Piper fan. Um, I think uh, it wasn't until he came back where he kind of turned uh, or, or you started recognizing heels as not as bad of guys, maybe. But, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was Hogan, uh, uh, Ultimate Warrior, Jimmy Fly, Snooka, all the way. Roy, did you have any nicknames in high school? <laughs> well, a couple. Um, uh, God, uh, when your last name is Dickinson, uh, that, uh, <laughs> that stirs up a lot of opportunities. Um, I, I think at football they call me Moby Dickinson. And coincidentally, also in the showers. Um, but uh, <laughs> The white whale? Get into it and get the keys, 
and I think they broke my buddy's bike, his, his, his uh, 125 or whatever. Anyway, long story short, my dad was pretty pissed. And uh, after that, he said I needed my own truck. And uh, prior to that, I was driving the family Jeep. Nice. All right, Code. All right, so my next question for you, Dad, if you won the Oregon Million, what would you use with the money? If I won the, the, or the like the Mega Bucks? Yeah. What would I do with the money? Man, what wouldn't I do with money? Uh, <laughs> is a better question. Uh, first, I would make a bunch of impulse buys, uh, just stupid stuff, uh, boat, uh, ATVs, uh, <laughs> probably a Jeep, um, nonsense. Uh, and uh, I would help my kids out, my family, uh, everybody uh, would uh, enjoy uh, whatever, you know, dollars are left after um, I went on a spending spree. I might buy a cool old car. I won't name it in case a question comes up about it. But um, yeah, I, I, I would just do stupid stuff. Uh, I, I, I don't think I'd retire. I, I don't know that there's a lottery out there uh, that I play that's got enough money to retire. But uh, yeah, that's what I would do, Code. Uh, Roy, that actually, Cody, good question. That segues into the next question I had based on Kurtz as well, was what is your dream car? <laughs> My dream car? Uh, well, I'm a, I like, uh, damn, about, I mean, I like old cars. Uh, there's a lot of, lot of cool old cars. Um, but the one... I, the Dukes of Hazard one, I think, came up, Shane. Mm -hmm. uh, you hit that one. Yep, General Lee. Um, the General Lee is a classic. Um, but uh, for me, um, there was a show called The Fall Guy and uh, it, back in the 80s, and he had a badass, uh, like, 81 GMC Sierra, golden brown or black. Uh, with the roll bar and the big lights, a huge truck. Um, they jumped it on the show a lot. Um, I, I love that thing. Like that, I thought that was a cool truck. It was iconic. Uh, it stood out. Um, that was uh, that was just something. Looked like it was. Ah, oh, there you uh, go. It's yeah. not showing. I can't see if it's if it shows. Anyway, yeah, the, the fall. I just googled the Fall Guy truck, and it is airborne. or any of those kind of cars right that's uh that goes probably without saying but that would be something that was like had some childhood uh memories attached to it and uh you could uh drive it around town with you know not having a chicken wing in and out of the car like those damn uh <laughs> low uh low ass convertibles mm. <laughs> All right, Roy. Uh, if you could live anywhere in the world, money's not an object. Where would you live at? Ooh, money is not an object anywhere in the world. Ooh, I kind of, I, I, I would, uh, I think I would live on a boat. Actually, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, 
I'm going to pull a fast one. And I'm going to go with something that I could uh, go from uh, port to port and, uh, and uh, kind of continue to explore. I, I don't have a, uh, a specific place that I feel like I have to stay attached to. There's so much to see out there. I, and I think a boat, uh, you know, a yacht, obviously, gives you that freedom uh, to, to go from uh, place to place on Hawaii or, uh, you know, over to Europe, um, any of those places, uh, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to see some of those places before I decided where to settle in. Fair enough. Cody. All right. So my question is, so out of all the songs you did for our NFL podcast, which one do you think would be a number one hit? <laughs> well, okay, so uh, the uh, the I think that uh, so the Seahawk uh, friends in in or in places that uh, that was kind of situational. It, it was really uh, its time window was that uh, week or so after uh, the Seahawks went into the playoffs, and we didn't think we'd make it, so. Uh, I feel like that one um, had run its course, but I I, I think that uh, uh, um, Amber, don't let your babies uh, grow up to be uh, cowboy fans. Uh, it is uh, is really something that should be sung for life. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just hear a song and it's an instant classic. Yeah. <laughs> More of a life motto than a song, really. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Very true. Life motto. Uh, all right, Roy. Um, so many of these questions are, are kind of uh, week to week, right? I think I asked Cody this last week. What's the favorite memory in your current house? In the in Hillsboro, uh, Hillsboro house. Yeah. Ooh. 20... 20-some years in there. Uh, Wait, before you start, isn't it when Cody moved out? Or no, that was Cody saying that when you moved out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. And uh, thank you, Cody, uh, for reminding me. Um, it's time for you to pay up, sucker. Uh, <laughs> damn. Um, favorite memory in that house. God, there's so many. And I'm sure I'm going to leave something out. Um, but, uh, God, we had so many, like, really cool family uh, gatherings uh, there. But probably the biggest uh, shakeup in the house, uh, trying to think, uh, might have been uh, when we got uh, Daisy. Like, when we had a new puppy in the house, uh, it was kind of a big deal. Um God, I can't, I can't think of uh, so much. Uh, of course, during COVID, it was the arrival of the hot tub. <laughs> that was nice. Uh, one of those uh, impulse buys with a, without a winning lottery ticket. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, you know any kind of new arrival. I guess uh, new, new when Emily was born. Um, God, I mean, graduation, so many things um, that were big. But uh, Daisy was was a big deal, I remember, because it was like uh, 
the first family like puppy, like everybody was there for it, right? Because I think when we, our first dog that we had, Cody was little, Michaela, you know, didn't know him as a puppy or whatever, but uh, the first family like collaborative effort there was probably uh, uh, Daisy. Back to me. All right, Roy, I asked ask Shane this question. Um, if you can, share with me the, uh, the, the, the one thing that, the one time you were in the most physical pain. Mm. Um, I think uh, when my, I had my appendix out. <laughs> um, that, uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, actually, maybe my I, I can't complain too. My my I had my appendix out a number of years ago, and coincidentally, it was just a couple of weeks after Melanie had her appendix out. Uh, she had to go under the knife in a small uh, regional hospital in uh, Idaho, and then uh, uh, as a good husband does, uh, sympathetically, I um, also sacrificed my <laughs> uh, uh, my uh, appendix uh, shortly thereafter. No, actually, you know what? The first, I'd never broken a bone before until I went fishing with my dad. And we were down there at Dash Point, and I left my wallet in the boat, and I hopped up there. Um, and this was, uh, I don't know, 10, 10, 11, oh, shit, it must have been longer than that ago um, because uh, he just bought that boat. It was new. Anyway, we're on the boat ramp. I hop in the boat. I get my wallet out. I vaulted out of the boat. Little did I know my vaulting skills were not quite up to snuff um, and my foot caught the gunwale and I went down head first and I tried to stop all uh, 275 pounds of myself back then uh, with my left arm and uh, broke, uh, I, I don't know what I broke, I, I, I had a break or something in the shoulder and damn it if that didn't last like a year and a half. <laughs> It took forever to heal. I couldn't reach my arm above my head. That was probably the most pain I was in. And I had to drive back home uh, with, you know, kind of my arm cocked in a damn uh, 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 sling there um, with all that, those torn muscles and that broken shoulder uh, bone or chip in it. I don't know. But that, that was probably the most pain because uh, that, was, that, was uh, that was a long recovery. All right, Cody, what do you got? All right, so for me, Dad, who is your favorite singer, and can you name two songs that you enjoyed from that singer? Mm. Who's my favorite singer? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, okay, so, I mean, I said something about Eric Church before, but uh, right now, uh, uh, definitely... Um, uh, I'm gonna go with Luke Combs. A lot of a lot of good guys out there, but Luke Combs. Uh, Dear today is one of my favorite songs that has not gotten any radio play, and uh, um, the uh, the beer song, Long Neck Beer Never Broke My Heart or whatever. That that those two right there. Nice. Um... All right, I, I do have a question. I think it will have a longer answer. So let me go with the shorter answer because we're, we're coming up against it. Roy, what's your favorite food? 
Oh, favorite food. Uh, this one's easy. Um, I'm, uh, I'll go with pizza. It's just easy. Uh, any, any time, uh, just convenient, uh, take it on the go, eat it for breakfast. I don't care. Um, I'll eat leftover pizza. Uh, it's, it's always kind of a, a weakness of mine, even when carbs are forbidden. Um, and then what's on the pizza? Ooh, meats. All, uh, I'm, I, I like all meats. Uh, once in a while, you could throw some olives on there. I, I don't really mind, actually. I'll even eat uh, those Hawaiian ones. Uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, cheese uh, pizza. I, I do like, uh, I got to have meats on there. Do olives count as a vegetable? Uh, they do count as an aphrodisiac, I've heard. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> stuff today uh, all right let's, let's flip, let's flip one part two all right and welcome to part two of this episode as we are going back to Kurt for the next question all right next question what are you binge watching right now what, what tv show are you watching right now Man, I'm dying for uh, a re or the restart of Yellowstone or uh, uh, 1923. Um, neither of those have kicked off yet. Um, but I, I, I will say, uh, thanks to the girls and my time in um, Oregon recently, I've gotten kind of sucked into Shameless. That's a great show. <laughs> It is a great show. Uh, yeah, Shameless uh, is is kind of kind of diverted my attention right now for a bit. All right, Cody. All right. So for my question, Dad, what is your favorite place to take Mom for dinner? Any place that serves olives. Um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah. How about the Olive Garden? <laughs> no. Uh, my favorite place to take mom for dinner. Uh, ooh. Um. Well, uh, there's a there's a a, a place here called uh, Barbacoa. And uh, it's a Brazilian steakhouse, and uh, they bring your steaks on a hot rock, and sometimes flaming if uh, you order it that way. Um, it, it's a cool atmosphere. Um, it's got all the right lighting. Uh, you know, looks like I got a full head of hair. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's that's my go-to in Idaho. I don't know in Oregon, uh, maybe. Uh, God, we didn't have a roadhouse around us. Um, I don't know. We, we like to go to uh, Jake's or one of those, uh, like, Stanford's or something, I think. Uh, it was kind of a nice, fancier dinner if we were going to um, go someplace like that. I like any place that serves a good steak. All right. So, Roy, um, you know, most of the folks here on the podcast were DIY 
guys, right? Because um, a lot of times labor doesn't factor in. We are the labor force. Uh, what DIY project are you the most proud of? Mm. Damn. Uh, Melanie's laughing over here in the background. Uh, okay. The one with the most longevity was, I think, the uh, laminate flooring that we did uh, like 18 years ago. Oh, God. Um, that, uh, <laughs> Cody was a huge fan of that. Um, I think a lot of the other stuff that I did, uh, I overdid in a sense because it was a real pain in the ass to tear apart. Um, but probably, um, probably the, uh, closets in the bedroom, uh, flooring. Um, I'm not happy with the rest of it, but the closets, the bathroom, the bedroom, uh, that tile, whatever that quick lock tile is uh, that we grouted, uh, pretty happy with that in those areas. Uh, that's That's been probably my uh, happiest uh, DIY uh, moment that I haven't had to redo anything yet. All right. Along those lines, what was the last DI project that you did? How did it turn out? <laughs> uh, the flooring, uh, the the uh, the porcelain tile uh, that looks like wood in the downstairs was the last thing we completed before Melanie's uh, graduation last year in Montana, and we rushed to get it done because we had someone house sitting uh, with the dogs. And uh, there were some issues uh, with the floor that I missed and uh, or didn't recognize. And uh, I've been fighting them ever since. <laughs> In fact, uh, with the kitchen, the initial response, I felt like uh, when we started having issues with the kitchen floor, I thought it was uh, related to uh, some of the uh, misalignment of the subfloor. But it turned out the dishwasher was... Uh, had sprung a leak in, instead, so it made it worse. <laughs> gotcha. Cody. All right, so my next question, where did you learn how to cook and what is your favorite thing to cook? <laughs> where did I learn how to cook? I learned how to cook out of necessity uh, <laughs> because uh, your mother uh, was working nights and uh, going to school uh, when she wasn't working nights. And uh, it was uh, it just uh, something that had to be uh, somebody had to take charge. And uh, I uh, I just uh, obviously I enjoy eating and uh, <laughs> that uh, I, I was uh, able to kind of uh, learn some things and uh, try some things and you guys were young enough not to uh spit it all out or, or understand what you were being subjected to uh but uh my favorite thing to cook i like to uh well i like uh, i like cooking uh i like to do a, a nice ribeye and uh i've learned to pan sear it uh decent uh with good results and uh maybe some couscous and uh uh, most recently, I've discovered some uh, other vegetables out there, like uh, 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 olives or uh, <laughs> squash or uh, some other things. So, you know, you can uh, 
sear. So uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm go my go to is going to be a steak, a well seasoned uh, ribeye. All right, uh, Roy. This question is from one of our previous uh, guests on the podcast. Uh, Amber is curious. Uh, looking back at the uh, wedding events, what would you have rather wanted to forget? Uh, the pies altogether so you could make it to rehearsal or the rings? Uh, uh, well, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> unique. Uh, <laughs> Well, I'll tell you this, okay? First, I want to say I was at a wedding last weekend, a Greek Orthodox wedding. Uh, there was a lot of chanting, uh, a lot of sitting, standing, a lot of standing, uh, more standing, uh, and more chanting. Uh, but the whole time, I kept hearing the official, because I don't know what they call them in the Greek church, uh, but there's several of them. There's three of those guys up there, officiate the uh, Anyway, uh, we were there for Vanessa and uh, Jack, but um, he kept calling him John. And I thought, what a big flub. This is bigger than anything I've ever missed, right? They call him John. But come to find out, uh, I guess his birth name was John. It wasn't uh, so joke was on me because every time he said John, I kind of looked around the room wondering who was going to call him and tell him, hey, uh, father, what's your name? Uh, you know, uh, ages of ages. Anyway, uh, I would have rather uh, ditched the pies uh, <laughs> and made it to rehearsal uh, and uh, forgetting the rings, I think, was actually, in hindsight, um, having been to a couple ceremonies now since then, uh there's nothing in any of the samples uh, that really tell you anything about the ring. And some people lead with that whole whole segment. So um, definitely a learning experience. But uh, I would have rather uh, forgotten the rings and uh, uh, not the pies. Is that the right answer? Uh, is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's your answer. <laughs> the pies were less important. But I think the ring thing remedied somewhat uh, and made it unique. <laughs> so, and the pies ended up in your freezer, a, a good lot of them. Yeah, still there, too, if anyone wants to take yeah. them home next time. <laughs> so, uh, the pies, as it turns out, in my opinion, weren't as important as the, uh, as the ring situation. Got it. All right, Roy, when you were a kid, what uh, what did you want to do for a living? <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, uh, I wanted to, well, I mean, watching wrestling, I was a big kid, obviously, uh, playing football and being called Moby Dickinson. Uh, what, but uh, I wasn't a hair, I was just a tall, you know, fuller kid, but not like today. Um, but, uh, I wanted to, uh, I always wanted to drive trucks, man. I, I just saw big trucks and I thought that would be the coolest thing, man, to, 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 to be like, uh, what is his name? Uh, in the Smokey and the Band Enos when he had the Basset Hound with him and the, mm -hmm. you know, driving the big black Kenworth. Uh, 
I always thought that was the coolest thing. Uh, didn't really think much beyond that. I just thought it'd be cool to drive a big old truck like that. And uh, when I was a kid, uh, my dad put us to task with anything that had a motor and a freaking gas. I mean, he just turned us loose with stuff at a really young age. So we didn't have that fear of big things like that. So I wanted to run equipment or drive big trucks. It evolved to like uh, racing though. I did, I did think I was going to be a NASCAR driver, uh, more built like Tony Stewart, but uh, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. rather than Jeff Gordon, but uh, no drive, uh, drive a truck. I thought I was going to be a truck driver. All right. What do you got Cody? All right. So before I get to my question, never have this guy make nom nom bread. We learned that lesson. <laughs> nan. That's nan. Nan. Cody. Yes, nan. That was from scratch, by the way, and it turned out just fine. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my question for you, Dad, is what was the first movie you and Mom went to? I'll get in trouble on this one. The first movie that we went to, I, oh, man, there's two choices here and one of them's wrong. It's either the little mermaid or it was the lion King. And I feel like, uh, it wasn't either one. <laughs> Aladdin. Shit. It was Aladdin. You were on the right track. Yeah. You get extra credit for that. Aladdin. Okay. Yes, it was Aladdin. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I, yeah, it was Aladdin. Aladdin there. There you go, Cud. <laughs> All right, Roy. Uh, paint well, me. hold on a second, yeah. Shane. I, I was thinking The Lion King because that was when I got to second base. I mean, then, uh, then Aladdin really didn't count. <laughs> true. You know what? Circle of Life started happening. Yes. All right. Uh, paint me a picture of what uh, of what retirement looks like for you. <laughs> well, um, retirement for me. Gosh, I, I don't know. I, I look at what I do now as kind of one of those things that you could continue to do for a while, uh, not not on a on a 40 hour a week basis, but, uh, like consulting, I think I could do, I know a few people, um, that, you know, are in their eighties, uh, and they're working, but they're not working full time. They, uh, they go out and, uh, they sell those tiles that, uh, take all your groceries off your cart when you run over them, those alert tiles that we call them in the business. Um, they do little stuff like that. And, uh, it seems to just kind of keep, Keep them active, but you know, I, I could see myself doing something like that as long as it allows me um, time to enjoy, you know, family and uh, friends and uh, travel. Uh, you know, I, I don't want anything that's going to keep me from being able to see a lot of the world. That's what that's what I really want to get down to do is 
uh, see, uh, you know, go to Europe and uh, go to all those far reaching places before I can't, you know, do it anymore. But um, yeah, I could see uh, a retire, kind of a semi-retirement gig because I don't know what the retirement age is anymore. Uh, when when that Social Security checks will die off or start coming in, when you don't get taxed on it, it, it keep, those numbers keep moving and that scale keeps changing. But uh, I'm kind of stuck in the system, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm ever going to be disciplined enough not to spend money that I need to work and to pay it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we might all be guilty of that. So that's, that's what I, uh, that's what I envision. All right. Next question. Um, if you could add a modification that would be just for you to your house, what, what would it be? an elevator <laughs> no uh, uh you know our current house uh man um just for me man i would have a uh a, a urinal you know damn it I, why not i would have my own urinal and it in the uh in the master uh, bath there, um, yeah, because uh, I mean, yeah, we got I got to fight with the whole lid thing and everything. Uh, yeah, I, I want a urinal. I know a guy who can make that happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <You do. laughs> contractor discounts too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cody. Uh, so my next question is, what was the first album that you bought? The first album I bought, uh, I believe, was uh, uh, Shane uh, and, and maybe Kirk, too. Uh, you're going to be with me on this. Uh, it was uh, Motley Crue, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was Dr. Feelgood. All right. Good choice, by Classic. the way. Yeah, good choice yeah. to start your life with. <laughs> Uh, all right, Roy, um, money is no object. What would you like to do at least one time in life? Money is no object. Or let me phrase it another way. What have you not done but always wanted to do? There's a couple, well, uh, skiing, uh, snow skiing, not water skiing, snow skiing. Uh, that that's one that's eluded me, and I, I think I was on the right track uh, about uh, the time I turned age forty, and I did the five k, and then I screwed up my knees so bad I got off track and went the other direction again, and uh, kind of uh, diminished that hope. But uh, I don't know why I've always been infatuated by uh, snow skiing. Nice. Never done it. Nice. All right, my question, if, if you could be an all-star in any sport, uh, what sport would you choose? Well, the sport that I was naturally good at was football, but I got beat up in football. I mean, my knees got jacked up. I mean, you get hammered. 
uh, baseball. It'd be baseball because it always felt like the least physical effort required, right? Other than having to run the bases, um, it just seemed like, you know, there was no physical contact, uh, you know, intentionally anyway. Um, uh, I, I would want to just jack home runs. <laughs> All right, Cody. All right, so my next question for you, Dad, is what was your favorite video game as a kid? Ah, well, you know, Shane, we, we brought back some memories thinking about this last uh, yeah. last uh, week with Shane's. Um, Tecmo Bowl was my go-to. Um, Absolutely. Tecmo Bowl was huge. We did have RBI Baseball, which was a lot of fun. Um, pretty much anything back on Nintendo then, but Tecmo Bowl was the one that we always just, I mean, we must, I bet we wore that cartridge out playing Tecmo Bowl. Well, the good thing is you can just blow on it and it goes right back to normal, yeah. right? <laughs> Everything exactly. was good. Just press the reset button each time. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Roy, what are your goals in the next we'll call it three years. What, where are you going to be in three years? Three years, uh, hope to be, uh, in a nice, uh, sprawling one level, uh, home, um, with, uh, a little bit of grass around it. Um, so the dogs can, uh, can, uh, run around, not looking, uh, for a ranch or anything by any stretch, just enough space between me and the neighbors. Uh, you know, you could drive a car around the side of the building or whatever. Uh, um, Work-wise, uh, gosh, I, um, probably probably doing the same damn thing. You know, it, it's really uh, not in a spot really to advance um, anywhere, but um, hopefully uh, starting to realize um, the uh, – the uh, benefits of the, the employee owned the ESOP program by then and start seeing some of those numbers uh, uh, trickle in. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, maybe I don't know about grandkids or anything like that. I, I, I don't know. I got a year or two uh, to, to wait on that, I think. Uh, but uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, Nice pontoon boat, maybe uh, a jeep. Nothing's come flying at me yet. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just, uh, yeah, I want to be settled back into a nice one-level home. Let's just start there. Gotcha. Alrighty, I got one for you. What, what's your favorite, uh, favorite memory with Cody? Hmm. Oh man! Well, there's a there's a few, but um, they're uh, one of my uh, favorite. I'll 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 give you two. Uh, sports memory with Cody. Uh, I think he was doing basketball. Um, he hit a buzzer beater. I think that was actually a, a three pointer at one of their um, uh, Special Olympics uh, events, and I mean, okay. he was always. He was—he always had a nice touch from the outside, uh, which was good. Uh, but um, 
probably the first wrestling event that we went to um, because you could really uh, yeah, see uh, how much it meant to him on his face. Uh, you know, really, he was taking it all in. Like, he, he, was fi- he was experiencing something live that he'd been seeing on TV forever. Um, and that's unique, right? We all we don't always get that opportunity to do that. Um, I feel that way about live music. A lot of times, you know, you hear it on the see he's seeing it in person versus hearing it on the radio. But for him, um, it was a big deal. You know, it, it was really felt good to, to be able to take him to that place and uh, get him to uh, experience that. All right, so my question is, if you had a choice of a wrestling pay-per-view to go to, which one would it be? A wrestling pay-per-view? Well, I kind of, man, I, I like the idea of, uh, is, is it the Rumble where uh, where the guys uh, keep coming in every minute or two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like I like something like that where um, you end up with like twenty five dudes in the ring at some point pounding on each other, uh, throwing a you know, uh, a WrestleMania would be cool, but they, you know it's always kind of captured. I just feel like uh, the Rumble is uh, is uh, there's there's a little more uh, too many more variables for me. Um. Roy, who's your favorite kid? No, uh, I, I joke. Uh, Roy, what is your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday? Oh, boy. Yeah, well, Christmas. Uh, definitely Christmas is uh, my favorite holiday. What is Just uh, the whole season, anyway. You know, we get usually we get to see everybody, uh, family, friends, uh, you, you know, um, you guys. Uh, but uh, always... Uh, Christmas is always uh, special, uh, no matter what. Do you have a favorite Christmas, individual Christmas, from a kid all the way to the adult? <laughs> from a man. Uh, from a kid. Uh, I think uh, probably when I got Optimus Prime, uh, it was a big deal because it was an expensive Christmas present back then. It was kind of mm-hmm. out of the... Uh, kind of the typical range, right? It was it was definitely more than the corduroy pants that I seem to get like three or four pairs of every year uh, or the tough skins. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I think uh, because the Transformers were new and everything, yeah, I still got Optimus Prime actually. So uh, still, still hanging on to that dude. So that was a big deal. Um, that uh, definitely is... Uh, the one that uh, sticks in my head the most uh, as a kid. Now, a follow-up from last week when we were thinking of, you mentioned Optimus Prime, the uh, the Decepticons is the, that's the bad guys, right? Yeah. And uh, the, the guy that turns into a gun is Megatron. Megatron, really? I had to look it up, but sure enough, turns into a pistol. <laughs> Well, okay. Sure. Megatron, okay. <laughs> Megatron, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> oh. All right, so if you are on death row, 
facing your uh, your imminent demise. You get to choose uh, your last meal. You know, one one uh, entree, one side, one drink, one dessert, and also what movie are you gonna watch? What movie am I gonna watch? Um, I'm gonna go with the movie first. Um, damn. Uh, I kind of want to, I think I'd just go out guns blazing the tombstone. Um, choice. And, uh, as far as, uh, dessert, we go with, uh, some, uh, Dutch apple pie. Uh, damn, for the, uh. For the entree, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna have me a steak. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be something that's gonna cost the taxpayer some money. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna get my money's worth. <laughs> so uh, probably, uh, probably a ribeye, maybe a fillet. Uh, don't know. It, and it better be medium rare, or I'm sending it back, and the, they got to they got to do it again. Coming <laughs> to their tip. Yeah. It'll be reflected in there for sure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, it's veggies. I mean, I, I could uh, after the steak. I mean, I'll, you, look, you can do some red potatoes, whatever. Uh, uh, maybe some uh, green beans. Uh, it doesn't have to. It's really the fo- focal point would be the steak for me. What about your drink? Ooh, you know what? Uh, I've had a few of these. Uh, recent years and uh i think i'm gonna i'm gonna go upper class here and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna have me an old-fashioned right all right so my next question for you dad is what was your first job my first job Well, it was not McDonald's. It was actually at the uh, Valley Six Drive-In uh, in Auburn. I uh, I was uh, somebody who picked up uh, trash. Uh, we at age uh, fourteen or fifteen, I think they could hire you. Uh, used to ride my bike down there with uh, buddies, and uh, yeah, we pick up trash, and people would leave money and alcohol and stuff outside their cars apparently when they drive away at night and uh, us kids would uh it was our treasure the next day uh sometimes it was condoms uh but we didn't know what those were back then uh still don't <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> anyway uh yeah it was the valley six drive-in uh we're to the uh drive-in theater there coach Alright, as welcome to part three of this episode. As I believe we are still doing questions. As we're gonna go to Kurt now for that. <laughs> like we skip Shane. Oh yeah, all right. Um so piggybacking off of the uh the early employment question, Roy, uh when you and I first met I believe I don't know if this was full time or if you because you're a you've you've held multiple jobs right back in the day, um, but tell me about your favorite memory at the Costco tire shop. 
because you work at the Federal Way Costco Tire Shop. One of my uh, favorite memories at uh, Costco Tire Shop. Okay, so our our manager, uh, we uh, Jeff Money Smith, it was his name, a big red-headed guy with a giant red beard, uh, just a monster of men. Uh, his wife worked in the front. Uh, so the Costco back then, uh, the tire shop was not connected directly to the store. You had to walk around the building. So he would go to lunch with his wife, and we wouldn't see him for a few hours. And she would leave a lunchbox back there uh, with all kinds of goodies in it for him. And uh, I was, you know, we didn't have a lot of money, so I didn't have any goodies. And uh, we would dig in his lunchbox. And uh, one time we found a big bag of M&M's. And uh, we got into it. Uh, not, not me. Uh, the other guys. I, you know, I just shared in the uh, wealth of the M&Ms. Anyway, <laughs> old uh, Big Daddy, as we called him, uh, came back from lunch. And uh, he uh, he opened his lunchbox and found out that uh, his M&Ms were gone. And, uh, you know, we all shrugged and looked at each other like uh, nobody knew what happened. I've been over to pick up the torque wrench and a bunch of those M&Ms came right out of my upper pocket and uh, hit the floor. And <laughs> it, it was on. <laughs> so uh, probably one of my favorite. We did a lot of stuff back there. Uh, you know, simple green the floor, doing burnouts with people's cars. <laughs> I shouldn't say any of that. But yeah, we did, did, did some that one, though, was probably the biggest, uh, one of the funniest uh, back there in the, the old tire shop. And wasn't there also like a little hill, like a little mini hill that uh, oh, that got uh, yes. customer cars rallied up on occasion? Yeah, so Kurt is uh, a Federal Way Costco. Okay. Okay. So you know where that, okay, so uh, Kurt, uh, next time you're up there, uh, if you swing around by the, I don't know if the tire shop's still in the back corner there, but... Um, there was an alleyway between Home Depot and Costco, and there was this giant grass hill. And like idiots, we would all uh, we all had trucks, and we would get fresh tires from the tire shop uh, that people discarded and put on our trucks and try and drive them up that hill, see who could get the highest. And my buddy Troy Anderson, who was our supervisor, um, had a Volkswagen bus. And uh, he was a Volkswagen guy. He had several Volkswagens. Uh, we convinced him one night uh, as we closed to try and run the bus up the hill, uh, a, a Volkswagen bus. And this hill, the incline was, you know, <laughs> so he tore after it. We thought he was joking, but he did it. Yeah, he went after it. And as soon as the bus went, the front wheels went up the hill, the bumper just stuck in the mud at the bottom, the rear <laughs> like there wasn't enough clearance. And there he was stuck on the hill minutes before closing. We were going to get busted, right? <laughs> he was jacked up there. Uh, we had to flood out of the tire shop with jacks trying to get him. It bent up his linkage and stuff in the trip because apparently all that stuff's in the back of the bus. Uh, yeah, that uh, – <laughs> That one was uh, one of those classic uh, classic moments. We got some customers to do it, but old, old Troy boy uh, trying to do it in the bus was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my turn. Uh, so what prompted you to get your, your reverend license? <laughs> I, 
special request, actually, uh, from somebody. Um, uh, initially, <clears throat> um, I never, uh, I hadn't, ooh, some lightning out here. They, uh, I'd never given it a lot of, uh, it's not something I would have ever thought about doing. Um, but then when I was asked, I, uh, I was immediately, uh, overcome with some excitement. I thought, what a cool opportunity. And, uh, yeah, I followed, uh, I, I, I quizzed a few people that I knew, uh, some that I didn't even know were, uh, ordained and, uh, got, uh, a couple of tips in, uh, Bada boom, bada bing. Thank you uh, to Amber and Ryan. Uh, I am now a reverend and, uh, you know, uh, I've got a non, I, I run a nonprofit home for uh, squatting children. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sorry, Chuck. <laughs> All right, Cody. All right, so my next question, as you know that I've been to so many times on video games, if you ever had a chance to play a video game with me, what would it be? I'm going back to Gran Turismo, and I'm going to drive that bus into the corner like I stole it and use you as the wall, um, and I'm going to beat you with a bus. I don't care what supercar you're driving. I'm going to beat you with the bus because I'm going to wreck you. <laughs> But uh, Gran Turismo, I love the choices, all the selection. Um, all right, Roy, uh, back to some sports. Uh, you talked about your favorite Seahawk player. What's your favorite Mariner? Favorite Mariner is Ken Griffey Jr., hands down. Well, that was easy. That was, uh, that's a quick answer. Quick answer uh, always has... Uh, stuck with me. Um, Emily kind of, uh, you know, some coaches have said she's kind of got a junior swing, um, but uh, it was a big deal uh, to save money to buy it. I tried like hell to get a King Griffey Jr. rookie card. and never did. I actually had to buy one at a store uh, at a card shop um, of all things, and uh, I've held on to that thing um, a long, long time. But uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, just was cool in so many ways. Uh, I, Buner was up there. I mean, that whole era of Mariners were special. But uh, Ken Griffey Jr. was like, just like when the Seahawks kind of broke that threshold, I felt like he was the he was the guy that uh, did it for the Mariners. He took us over the top. Like, he made us relevant. So true. All right. So we go uh, go one more round. Sure. All right, right. So, um, I can't remember. I apologize. Draw the blank out. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, uh, you mentioned Tombstone was going to be your final meal or your final movie. Is that your yeah. uh, is that your all time favorite movie? It's. It, Definitely one um, that uh, I, I don't know why, but uh, the the you know a lot of uh, things you know sayings that come from that movie, uh, memes and whatnot. Uh, I I use over and over again. <laughs> so 
yeah, it's, I mean, it, yeah, I, I, I think so. It's, it's definitely one I've, I go back to a lot and I, I can watch it and at pretty much any time and I'll, I'll get sucked in. I won't turn it off. I'll, I'll watch it again to the end or whatever, wherever it's at. Um, it's, it's one of those movies for me. All right. That is a great movie. All right, so my next question for you, Dad, what is your favorite all-time song? My favorite all-time song? Um, well, I'm going to go with uh, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, uh, <laughs> Fishing in the Dark. <laughs> I know Shane knows it. Yes, and, sir. Uh, no, that's... Uh, I, I actually remember uh, we seen uh, Melanie and I saw the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band at the Eden Claw Fair uh, or the Washington, whatever they call it, the King County Fair back then. Uh, saw those guys in concert uh, up there one year. It was a lot of fun. Uh, that that one, yeah. I, again, it's like Tombstone. If I hear that song, boom. I mean, Copperhead Road has its place, but uh, <laughs> if I hear that song, man, I stop everything. I got to hear it out. <laughs> Uh, nothing says you're at the King County Fair more than watching the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band live. <laughs> I love it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so this is kind of our last round, and I'm Kurt. I think we're gonna do a hot or not, or you know, this or that. What we'll do that kind of stuff. All right, Roy. So I, I have to ask the question, and this question did come in from one of our other uh, previous guests on the show as well. Um, what is your favorite dancer uh, out of all of the Abby Lee Miller dancers? Uh, okay, so I honestly, uh, I, I mean, it'll this the the one that the one that caused the least amount of drama, in my opinion, was uh, JoJo. Uh, was actually Jojo Siwa, so uh, that's what I'm gonna stand by. <laughs> so uh, dramatic. I absolutely love how much thought you put into that because you, were, I could tell you were cycling through so many of answers and so many dancers back then. Uh, I love it. <laughs> All right, Cody. <laughs> Uh, Kurt, I think. Kurt, yeah, go for it. Should we roll into the hot or not, or are we doing? I mean, I got some this or that's or you know whatever uh, as well. So however you want to do it, Kurt, I'll defer to you. Yeah, all right. Why don't we hit up the hot or not, and then we'll uh, do this or that. Yes. All right. So today's category for hot or not is going to be uh, NFL uniforms, and not necessarily just. Uh, like the color schemes or like like team uniforms, but like uh, uh, accessories that go along with the uniforms. You'll you'll figure out what I'm talking about here. So the first one we're gonna go with, which is a uniform, is the uh, the old school Patriots white helmet and red jerseys with the uh, I don't know what the guy's name is, but the the guy the center bent over snapping the ball, dressed like a Patriot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, not, no. I don't like the white and the red. 
Are we, oh, we're going around the horn. Um, I would say hot. I do like the not necessarily the white and the red necessarily, but that logo, uh, that on the helmet, I like way better than their current stuff. I, I guess call me an old school guy, but that kind of a uniform reminds me of one of the first Super Bowls I ever watched was the Bears and the and I think the Patriots got just worked. But that's uh, that Super Bowl. I think they had those uniforms on. So I would say hot. All right, Cody. Uh, for me, I'm going to say Hawk. Also, I think it's because it's kind of nice how some of those teams are doing like the fullback jerseys or helmets, honestly. Yeah, I'm going to agree with the consensus. I'm going hot. I think those are uh, decent-looking uniforms. I, All right, here's yeah. a little bit of a, a throwback here. Uh, watching the guys with the huge neck rolls. Did you have one of those on the on, on your uniform, Roy? With the big uh, like, where yeah. The, yep. No, I. So. I, I yeah, I I think. Uh, no, you either got it or you don't, right? You're either built for it or you're not. Uh, I'm gonna say not. Uh, these guys, like even uh, I saw an interview with Peyton Hillis today. Uh, with Michael Strahan talking about rescuing his son and uh, niece or whatever and almost dying. Uh, but he was one of those guys that wore the big neck roll, right? Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of that look. Yeah, I'm going to say not on that one. I'll say uh, uh, I'll say hot because of the look. Uh, to me, a linebacker of from like Penn State, just like that's what a guy would wear, right? That's the look back in the day. But I'll also say not because I'm a fella that doesn't have much of a neck. And when I'm playing football, I could never put one on because there was no room for that thing. I was lucky to put my shoulder pads on and fit my helmet on my head before there's any extra room for a neck roll. So I'm a little mixed on this one. Let's say you, Cody. Think for me, I'm gonna say not, and I think it's if I am right, does that really protect them from getting injured or not really? Well, I think it's to keep you from your, your head snapped back. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, they still end up with concussions though at some point, or then go, okay, <laughs> very true. Good point. I'm gonna go, uh with not for the simple fact that uh, first day of seventh grade football, I had one of those on and I thought I was going to be the coolest guy on the team with my big white neck roll. And the eighth graders and ninth graders made fun of me uh, unmercifully. So it lasted <laughs> one day and it never came out of the, the locker at old summer junior high again. <laughs> All righty. Let's, uh, Next one, the, the the Tampa Bay creamsicle uniform. I remember that from Tech Mobile, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, no, I I that one's a not for me. Uh, I'll agree with Roy. It's tough to look intimidating in the uh, all orange and white. Um, <laughs> yeah, so no, I I would say not for me. Cody. You know, I think for me it's going to be a not also because usually a principal is supposed to be a popsicle but not a uniform. <laughs> Fair enough. Good point. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, uh, last one. We're going to go with the, uh, I think this is going to be kind of a slam dunk easy one. Seahawks throwback uniforms. The uh, gray pants, blue jersey, and uh, or silver pants, blue jersey, silver helmet with the old school logo on it. I, I'm going to say hot. I mean, yeah, I like the, I, I like the uh, painting the homage to the, uh, the old uh, the old school look for them. Uh, um, some of the new stuff is uh, I, I like the new uniform look too. Uh, just not that green highlighter stuff. But uh, I, I'm gonna say hot. I'll say hot as well. Um, and Kurt, there might be a chance. Do you see that? I sent you a while back. Uh, there's a chance that is gonna be thrown out in the Dallas game. Um, that they may go back for that. Uh, although the, my first initial impression of those older uniforms is a reminder how bad we stunk back in the day. <laughs> so, you know, the newer uniforms have a lot of winning associated. Those older uniforms have a lot of losing associated with it. So I'll say hot because it's still a cool look. It's going to be a great success. You're going to see more retro jerseys walking around than ever before. But uh, I'll say hot. No, honestly, for me, I think I'm going to go with Pop also because, honestly, with Seattle, this could possibly be a top seller jersey for him the throwback. So, so it's probably better than the green that they have right now. But honestly, I think the throwback would be kind of good for them. Yeah, I agree. I think they're they're pretty cool looking. Uh, I think it's just like anything else, just nostalgia. I think there's so much nostalgia that goes with sports in general, but that's just more more to add on to it. Uh, that's the hot or not. I've got a real quick uh, rapid-fire question, though. Current Seahawks uniform, what's your favorite combo? Mm. I, I like the, uh, what is it, the Navy and uh, the Navy... Uh, God, it's like the navy bottoms, and I'm trying to think what they what they call the top, uh, but with just the green uh, logo and stuff on there. Um, I like the pants with the with the dark or, or the uh, I think the pants are dark navy, aren't they? Yeah, dark navy blue or whatever. You yeah, want yeah, that's that that. That uniform combo, whatever goes with that, um, I like that combo. I'll go with the I, – I like seeing them on the road, so I, I'll go with the white jerseys. Um, I don't own a white jersey, although I think I might have a kitten jersey that's white. Maybe a Hasselbeck too. Anyway, uh, I'll go with the white top, and uh, I don't know if they white go with the blue bottoms or they go with the gray. I don't know. A white jersey, though, for sure, yeah, for me. Uh, I think for me, it's all, I kind of own both of them, but I kind of like the white better than the home jerseys. I got to go with the wolf gray. The gray tops and the gray bottoms. I just uh, when, I, when I think of that uniform, I think of uh, DK chasing down uh, mm. Baker. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. It's more aerodynamic. Exactly. That's what I've got. Uh, Roy, I got just a couple of this or that's for you. Um, and I'm not sure if anyone else does or not. But uh, how about we'll start with this Seahawks or Mariners? Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah. Seahawks. Yeah. Seahawks. Yeah. Seahawks. Yeah. Seahawks. Yeah. Seahawks. Yeah. Seah
All right. And how about this? Myrtle Beach or the Oregon Beach? That's a tough one. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Oregon Beach, actually, because uh, I, I think there's uh, the humidity at Myrtle Beach is a factor. I think <laughs> Oregon Beach might have a little longer season uh, that I enjoy. <laughs> uh, and then one last one, I guess, that just popped up: side by side or quads. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm a, I, I like uh, driving the side-by-sides around. <clears throat> a little safer when you uh, hit someone head-on. If you shank a guy's tire off because he's going the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ever seen anybody make a lawn dart off of a 400EX? <laughs> have, him, uh, have him meet me in the trail. <laughs> Cody? Uh, so for mine, let's see. Oh, uh, Nikki Bella or Brie Bella? <laughs> Which one hasn't had any children yet? They both have children at the same time. We always uh, would play basketball uh, for a lot of my birthday parties 
in our driveway. And uh, I had a spot in the driveway that I could hit that one. And I think every time I threw it up there, I said for the fans. And man, I would hit that thing. Uh, it was uh, at least a three, uh, but uh, it was uh, right at the edge where the asphalt met the concrete. And uh, yeah, that uh, I, I I like the long shooters. Me too. That's yeah. That's same for me. It takes guts to take that shot from out there. Uh, and it's a lose-lose situation if you miss, right? So I'm, yeah. I'm all for it. I, I like the reigning threes. Absolutely. All right. And we got anything else? Uh, no, I th I've asked it all. <laughs> Cody, where did I meet your mother? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sassies, uh, <laughs> uh, or should, no, <laughs> good, good old South Auburn McDonald's. All right. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, uh, take a fork in it. All right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, I didn't get any uh, questions about where you're conceived, code or nothing like that. That's good. Uh, the immaculate conception happened at the Valley Six Drive back in El Camino, I think. Actually. Oh Lord. <laughs> We feel like we could go another thirty minutes just on some of this yeah. stuff. Yeah, we could go down a rabbit hole, I guess. <laughs> All right, we're good, code. Well, it's Kurt next yeah, week, correct? questions about uh, uh, that uh, gold PVC for one and uh, <laughs> some pipe dope sure. for all the possible uses. The plumbing podcast. <laughs> and uh, where do I calibrate my goddamn uh, pressure gauge uh, for backload? <laughs> well, I can tell you a couple spots in Seattle. I don't know about over there. But, uh, That'll be fun. Looking forward to it. Kurt's next. All right, Cody, sign us out. All right, and that will wrap it up for episode three. And we will catch you on episode four. And make sure you subscribe to this podcast so we can get more supporters.